scene where she's getting in a pull-up competition. She's not doing more pull-ups than that guy. You Come on, don't know I that. know that for a fact. No, she looks like she could do them. She, she's not doing it. Mo. I hate this movie <laughs> so much. When I told you this was my guilty pleasure movie for cop movies, you got really excited. Because I hadn't seen it in years. Okay. Bum, bum, bum. You didn't think the pizza eating contest was the fun? The pizza eating contest was fun. I yeah. enjoyed that. And also like the gun and like describing the gun. I do friend. like the gun scene where she buys the gun. Yeah. That was kind of cool. And the guy's like, ah, I keep my cigs in back for, you know, the SWAT guys. And yeah. I, I well, what know. are we? Chop liver? Yeah. Very charming guy, though. He's, yeah. he's like, all right, fine. I'll get you the sig. Do you know who that is? I have no idea who that is. Have you watched a little show called That 70s Show? I have watched a little show called That 70s Show. Remember Donna's dad? That's him. Bob Pinchetti. Yeah. That's him. God, Donna's beautiful. You're you're into that? I'm into her. Yeah. In That 70s Show. She could beat you up. I like that. I like that. Yeah. You just made this TikTok really weird. Sorry. Welcome to Buzz in the Tower, a podcast dedicated to the movies of the 1980s. Prepare to be stuffed in our DeLorean and taken on a trip through the best decade of film ever. Hey, Mo, we better back up. We don't have enough road to get up to 88. Roads? Where we're going, we don't need roads. So if you love Caddyshack, The Goonies, Aliens, Weird Science, Spies Like Us, The Great Outdoors, Empire Strikes Back, The Great Muppet Caper, Pretty in Pink, Predator, Rocky IV, Roadhouse, Say Anything, Real Genius, Short Circuit, Some Kind of Wonderful, Beverly Hills Cop, Akira, Tango and Cash, The Breakfast Club, and They Live, just to name a few, then sit back, relax, and get ready to be entertained. Because we came here to chew bubblegum and podcast about 80s movies, and we're all out of bubblegum. If you haven't already, subscribe to Buzz in the Tower on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever your favorite podcast platform is. And while you're there, leave a review and a five-star rating. It's a moral imperative! You can also find us on TikTok, Instagram, and all social media platforms by searching the tag at Buzz in the Tower. That's B-U-Z-Z-N, The Tower. Also, check out our website, buzzinthetower.com, and grab some officially licensed gear. It's so choice. If you have the means, I highly recommend picking some up. Now, if you want to get nuts, let's get nuts. Head on over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash buzzinthetower. With memberships as low as $3 a month, you can have access to tons of extra content. And a portion of all proceeds go directly to Save Ferris. Dakashane, darling, Dakashane. Buzz in the Tower is brought to you by Sonic Loans. You can find them at sonicloans.com. Max, I'm all fired up. Yeah? Yeah. But for right now, let's talk about Sonic Loans. Okay. If you're an FBI agent on the move and you're a looking- Phoebe. A Phoebe. If you're looking to buy a house or refinance the mortgage you have, you got to go to Sonic Loans. They're going to get you into the best rate. I'm not just saying this because I'm monitoring you like the FBI does. I'm saying this because I know you. You got you to make better decisions. And the first decision you got to make is you got to refinance your mortgage. Go to Sonic Loans. Get it down to... I got a balloon payment for 50%. That's a great deal. Yeah, right? It's a deal. Yeah. Sonic Loans <laughs> is going to make sure you're in the right loan. They're going to help you with the refinancing process. Charlie and his team of experts are standing by waiting to hear from you to make sure that every dollar you get gets you to Quantico. I mean... Great. What? Max. Nah, what was it easy? Easy, Max. I was trying to be more responsive. I couldn't think of anything. Yeah, great. Yeah. NMLS number 1955855. Not available in all states. Not a commitment to lend. Additional requirements apply. Visit sonicloans.com or call 313-488-4888 for more information. 
Buzz in the Tower is also brought to you by Bolton Legal Group. You can find them at boltonlegalgroup.com for a free consultation call 248-595-0001. Max, attorneys make great FBI agents. Yeah, it seemed like everyone went to law school. It did. Ian, uh, who is the head of Bolton Legal Group, I could see him as a, as a young Keanu Reeves FBI agent. But he Little Utah? What's that in the 80s, though? So we got to go with Ellie. Yeah. Ellie DeWitt. I wouldn't mind being Ellie DeWitt or near her. Rebecca D. Mornay. Yep. We checked the spelling. It. it was the pronunciation that we checked, not the spelling. But Bolt. back to Bolton Legal Group. Bird law. Federal law. Yeah. You need F, some federal assistance. Go to Bolton Legal Group. Uh, Bird law. I mentioned any type of legal support you need, they're there to provide it. Reach out to Ian and his team of incredible legal experts tomorrow. Not today. Give it until Monday. And they're going to take care of your needs. They're going to make sure. No that one knows we're recording on Sunday. <clears throat> they do now. Okay. They're going to take care of you and make sure that you don't get into bigger trouble than you're already in. In Little China. Today's episode, Feds. As a former Marine, Ellie DeWitt is used to pushing herself, but nothing has prepared her for the challenges of becoming an FBI agent. As she trains at the academy, DeWitt encounters rampant sexism among her smarmy, mostly male classmates. And while she's a consummate athlete, DeWitt's study skills are abysmal. But with the help of book smart trainee Janice Zuckerman, played by Mary Gross, she might just show her macho cohorts the air in their ways. I'm Mo Shapiro, and regretting the moment he allowed Max to do this movie, I'm joined with my co-host, Max Sanders. And you can take that. To the bank. <laughs> Not in this movie. Max, welcome to the show. Hands above your head, sir. You're under <clears throat> arrest. Why aren't you why aren't you doing what I said? I uh welcome to the show, Max. Hello. Hello. We got a lot to talk about. Reach for the sky, punk. How do you This is not a good start? We talked about this movie before, and it was one of my guilty pleasures. And you're like, oh, I love feds. Rewatching it changed my attitude, <gasps> but you made me I made a promise to you. Yeah. When was the last episode that I was like lukewarm on? How are the duck? Yeah, that fizzled. That fizzled hard. <laughs> I promised you that if I come across a movie that doesn't necessarily tickle my fancy, you can't turn the off switch off. I gotta fake it. Yeah, until I get, I gotta make it until I fake it. Or You're fake already sweaty. It. I, wow, that's because I almost got into a fight outside. We got a lot to talk about. Why don't we start with the fact that we are on the heels of a three day, two and a half day, two and two quarter day. <laughs> Buzz in the Tower business retreat. It was so much fun. How do you feel about that? We got some stuff done. We got some exciting new kind of programs and ideas. Gonna kind of gonna justulate in the percolator. Yeah, yeah. or justulate a word. We we obviously didn't work on that while we were out of town. We didn't work on words, but we did. No, nope. we, we got some stuff percolating. We made notes about my words. We made notes about your words. Yeah, I need to speak clearer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I didn't say clear that well. Sorry. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> it's intent. I'm a big fan of intent. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, it was an amazing getaway. Basically, what. Max and I did is without trying to look like an intense married couple, we got a Airbnb, which by the way, can we give a little bit of love to that right now? Max, we got an Airbnb. Uh, it is called the upside down parrot. It's Lake Huron, Killarney beach where we met homeowners, Stacy and Dave. Dave's the man. Well, Stacy's cool too. I was yeah, easy buddy. Yeah. I thought I happened. Well, we to talked eighties movies with Dave. Yeah. So we happened Last to go Starfighter. We happened to go up there the weekend of their huge block party. So when we, you and I were done working on Saturday, we moseyed over to, Oh, what is the name of the band? The spindles. 
No, it's not the Spindles. The Swindles. No, it's neither of those. I guess it's not as important, but they had this amazing band that was playing. They had to be, what, probably two, 300 people there? Yeah. Yeah, and we just had a great time. Uh, overall, just if you're even can, if you're in the Bay City area or if you're in the Oakland County area or if you're looking for just a place on the water, it's beautiful, reach out to them. Again, it's called the Upside Down Parrot on Lake Huron. You can find it through Airbnb. And Dave and Stacy, thank you so much again for your incredible hospitality. On this retreat, we talked about all things Buzz in the Tower. Exciting stuff coming in 2024. I know it's August, so I feel like it's an early tease, but you'll see some small changes to the program yeah. over the next few months. A lot more interaction. We're getting out there more. But the big changes, Max, they cometh January 1st, oh, 2024. Yeah. That is the year. That is the time. The year of the dragon. Let's take it. It's not the year of the dragon. It's a bad Max. movie. It's I liked it, though. Yeah. You seen it? I prefer The Last Dragon. Yeah, Last Dragon's awesome. How have yeah. we not done that? I don't know. Barry Gordy. Yeah, it's show a, enough. Can we do it right now? Can sure. We, can we pivot and do The Last Dragon? <laughs> I love this movie. Oh, Max. Okay, so. You did have an 80-year-old woman fondle me. So. Yeah, you were aggressively attacked by uh, Crazy Judy. Yeah. No, was, it, was it Crazy yeah, Judy? Yeah, yeah. Didn't like that. No. That and was, you were just flanning, fl- fl- fanning the flames. Yeah. I was just flannel. She had just random jello shots that she would just Kept take in her bra. I know. Yeah. And they were lukewarm. It was the whole thing. Was, How do you know they're lukewarm? I didn't try them. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? When in Rome. <laughs> All right. So let me tell you what else just happened. This is crazy. So we just pulled up to the studio. It's Sunday morning, a uh, Sunday afternoon, excuse me. Um, one of the funniest aspects of this entire getaway is that Max and I have a corporate account. I, I would call it a yeah. corporate account for Buzz in the Tower. And we don't really spend a lot of that money other than like Zero. hosting. Yeah. We never like program you, shows. Yeah, we, we don't do anything. Technology. Yeah. Uh, but when we were on this trip, we obviously expensed the trip. And all of a sudden we went from like you and I are like Chipotle, you know, like simple eaters. All of a sudden it's like, bring me your lobster and then stuff it inside. <laughs> we'll show those corporate fat cats. The, the irony we're of which is we're cat. the fat cats. Yeah. So we spent quite a bit of money enjoying ourselves, but nothing crazy. Well, well deserved. It was well yeah. deserved. It's been, we're coming up on a three year anniversary, yeah. buddy. That's, that's a lot of years. Like a three figure meal is not a big deal. Yeah. Multi- multiple three figure no, meals. No, only one. Really. Oh, yeah. The one, the, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the place. Yeah. And uh, we met some great locals. It was a ton of fun. And, uh, and basically it's only an hour and a half away from here. So it's a very easy getaway. And uh, I learned about your great white shark past. Yeah. 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 You swam with them. I was intensely talking with the waitresses at uh, lunch about it. They were swooning. They were. It made me feel young again. It and did. I, I could tell light young. in your eyes. Yeah, you're like, look at Mo not being angry. Yeah. Which brings us to today. So we pull <laughs> into the office. We pull into the office and there's this car with all of its windows cracked and it's got one of those big front windshield shades across it which I thought was a little bit odd. And it's also parked in an odd place in the parking lot. By itself. Yeah, so like where our studio is, nobody's here. It's Sunday. It's an office building. Nobody's here. Across the street, there's, or I should say across the parking lot, there's like a Buddy's Pizza and some other places people can eat. So I look in the back seat and there's this beautiful doggy just laying down. Chill chill as can be. It's about 83 out right now. 83, not the most dangerous temperature in the world, but if that sun comes out from the clouds and it's beating through the windshield... Or, and I got and he had the windshield blocked. But if it's beating through any part of the windows, it'll cook. You know, it can cook in there. I didn't know how long the dog had been there. So when we get to the office, I'm like, all right, let's go get lunch. Rotating sushi. Yeah, we had rotating sushi for lunch. We get back in 45 minutes or an hour and that dog's still there. I'm going to call the police. Yep. So, so sure enough, we get back. And I'm like, God, you know, I probably should call the police, but it's like just warm enough, cool enough that I don't know that it's that bad. And we can see the car from the studio. So I, instead... Get a note and I write down. Dear diary, jackpot. <laughs> I write down on a piece of paper, on a big piece of paper, people who leave their dogs in cars unattended shouldn't be allowed to have cars 
don't be an asshole. Shouldn't be allowed to have cars or dogs. Yeah, yeah, that too. <laughs> Which one? Shouldn't be allowed to have dogs. <laughs> it's gonna be hard to get around. And then I put, <laughs> and then I put, don't be an asshole. Yeah. I, I took the piece of tape. I put it on the windshield. You had already walked inside. It's almost like you have a sixth sense for conflict. You started running because you, you knew something was going to happen. So what I suspect happened, it was just the timing was perfect. He and his family were done eating at a restaurant and he saw me and picked his pace up because he left the rest of his family about 300 yards away. And I saw some guy walking up to the car. I did not initially assume it was him. I had one foot in the door. I was about to enter the office building. And then I hear, hey, and I turn around. And he's like, why'd you leave that note? And I was like, oh boy, here we go. It's like, you want to start something? We can finish it. So in fairness to him. You slapped him. I, I open hand slap. No, in fair, in fair <laughs> I mean, look, dude, he was not, he was not big enough that he was going to try to, you know, play patty cake with me. It yeah. just wasn't going to happen. But he was upset and it was a very, very cordial, respectful conversation. But like, I was not relenting at all. Yeah. Like he, he looked at me and was like, you know, why would you call me names? And I go, I looked at him, I go, quite honestly, you leaving your dog in your car really upset me. Like, I, that's what you read on that sheet of paper. I'm like, I'm sorry if I upset you, but that's how I feel. I feel like you're an asshole. Yeah. Frankly, <laughs> he's an asshole. Now, would you say that he broke federal law by having his dog in the car? I'm so much more interested in talking about this time about feds. I'll wrap this story up as you lightly bring us back to the episode. <laughs> so we go back and forth a little bit about this, and he's like debating with me about how actually warm it is outside what temperature would you have broken the window oh if it was above 90 i would have broke the window okay for sure what do you do with the dog then you hope he doesn't bite you yeah but where do you take him i probably wouldn't have broke the window for the dog if it was a kid i would have broke the window for the dog i would have just called the police yep uh but anyway so he goes back and forth with me a little bit about it i'm the whole time i'm like where the hell's max you're in the bathroom (laughs) like reading like mad magazine or something it's unbelievable (laughs) and i'm just out there about to get murdered but he was again he we went back and forth and i finally love this stuff i finally just told him and i was very sincere about it i was like look we're not going to see eye to eye on this and he was like all upset i go I, i go it could have been a lot worse I could have called the police. I decided not to do that. I could have taken my phone out and made a TikTok video of some asshole with a dog in the car on a warm day and it'd be going viral and you'd be getting canceled right now. All I did is put a note on your car telling you don't leave your dog alone in the car. And he's like, well, you know, I disagree with your assessment of this. And oh, you've like, said him and you should, you should have. He's going to remember that yeah, forever. He will remember that forever. You did a, you did a very Ellie DeWitt S- thing there. I'm a Janice Zuckerman. <laughs> Max, yeah. let's get to the movie. Yeah. As you patiently waited. Um... I, you know, here's what, the, what turned you on this? It's an hour. So let me just spiel about why I love it for a second. Okay. okay that verse spiel. Away. But before you do that, can I remind everybody to subscribe, rate, review, follow us on social media at buzz in the tower. B-U-Z-Z yeah, tell your tower. friends too. patreon.com slash buzz in the tower, buzz in the tower.com cats and dogs sleeping with each other. Yeah. Dogs locked mass in cars, hysteria. mass hysteria. <laughs> Continue max. So 1988. Yes. It's a great PG 13 movie. You can pretty much watch this. Like kids will feel like I would have liked more nudity. Might have turned me on the movie. Yeah, for Mornay. De Mornay. D Mornay. D. D Mornay. Rebecca D Mornay. I don't know. Mary Cross kind of does it for me. Little Janice Zuckerman. Little Janice Zuckerman. I don't know. She looks like you're. You are Janice Zuckerman. A little bit. You're not as smart. Yeah, but you're Janice. I highlight things like that. I'm Rebecca. If I was Rebecca, you you and I have a whole different type of podcast. Just you heavily breathing into the mic next to me. Yep. But uh, (laughs) yeah. I mean, there's nothing else to say. No, there's not. Probably. All right. Is she the most sultry actress of the 80s? I think I told you the reason that I I think the reason that she even gets more attention. She looks like Tracy Lords, famous adult film actress, Tracy Lords. And (laughs) I looked up Tracy Lawrence and he's a songwriter. I was like, that guy should Tracy Morgan. (laughs) He could be. That's ridiculous. (laughs) 
I'll have an apple juice. We don't have apple juice. Then I'll have a gin and soda. <laughs> 30 Rock's great, man. It is. So PG-13, it's a tight hour 22, which I love. I love a quick movie that's like a kind of a comedy that... Well, there's so much more of a story to be told. I'm surprised it didn't last longer. Shut up. <laughs> it's just a warm hug of tropes and stereotypes, corny one-liners, over-the-top action set oh, pieces. Oh, Max. It's like, a, the, movie the patriarchy start- is just keeping these women down. Well, it was and, unbelievable. And I love that... Like, one of them's really good at one thing, and one of them's really bad at the other thing. I wonder if they're going to be able to get together. And uh, you know what? Movies don't normally do this. Ellie ends up being smarter than Janice by the end of it. Remember, people are coming to her for yeah. her advice and, and all? And Janice is, becomes being more physical. She yeah. Gets her black belt in ninjutsu and, and I mean, dude, becomes a Navy SEAL. There's pizza eating contests. There's like the, That's ty- my favorite part of the, movie. the typical college stoner kids just having a good time. Well, and then What's-His-Face, uh, who was in 16 Candles, he played Jake Ryan's buddy. Uh, the big Tony Longo. Yeah, yeah. He, he of course, is the love interest. He's got the uh, large He's got the tattoo. He's got a big tattoo. Yeah. Yeah. He's made four women pass out. Yeah, from, from love making. <laughs> I want to make love to you, woman. Is that a bonus or a negative? I, if, um, I wouldn't brag about that. Falling asleep and passing out are two different things. Yeah. You'd also be boring them. <laughs> boring them to sleep. I read them. Uh, Easy, Max. Easy. You're excited. No, Calm okay. down. There you go. And you got the punk life scum bar. Like, it's all very light. It's all very. You got a, I got a senator. Yeah. yeah. You got a, I don't know. It just, I think it's reasonably well acted. It feels in the veins of twins, in the vein of stripes. It's kind of this, but and it's the first female buddy cop comedy ever. Yeah. It, right. It, it, <sighs> what, what falls flat for you? Everything. Yeah. Okay. Be specific. No, I, the acting, we, we talked about this. <laughs> I can't just check out and say, I hate it. You're like, I like it, Grandpa. <laughs> That's too damn bad. That's too damn bad. We're going to talk about Fetch today. <laughs> it's very yuppie 80s, too. Here's here's the first thing that I don't like about it. Okay. She's so much better in risky business. Like, this is not her flexing, acting, like, edginess. This is like, she's become domesticated. She's been declawed. Like, watching, watching risky business... Rebecca De Mornay in Risky Business and then watching this and then go to the Hand the Rocks the Cradle. She's incredible. This is like a departure from her serious acting chops. So I kind of like that she goes away from it, that she's like, I'm not just a sex symbol. I can be funny. She is funny in this movie I and she's charming. Know. And like even when she's I mean, she kind of walks with that broad shouldered military kind of thing. And she's like kind of jack. She's kind of Linda Hamilton in Terminator 2, you know, like with the arms and all. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just I find it endearing when actors go against the grain. There's something to me that I don't. I have to explain this without sounding. You don't like think a women can do anything? I don't like when women have important roles. No, I'm kidding. That's not true. That's gonna be our. That's gonna TikTok. be our stinger. Yeah, no. I I think the problem I have is this: when you have something that's over the top and ridiculous, Revenge of the Nerds, right? Like, yeah. e- even nerds aren't nerds like in Revenge of the Nerds, right? Like people have qualities of being a nerd, but nobody is like Poindexter. Janice you know? likes the Rolling Stones. I know, but like the problem I have with this movie is when you create a caricature. Of a cause like the nerds, the jocks on this one. It's like women empowerment. It feels forced. It feels like, like, yeah, you know, we only made it into the FBI because we're women, but we're going to show the FBI like that scene where she's getting in a pull up competition. She's not doing more pull ups than that guy. Come you on. Don't know I that. know that for a fact. No, she looks like she could do them. She's not doing it. Mo. I hate this movie so much. <laughs> I can't. Does, uh, does it mean I hate women? I love bridesmaids. I don't hate women. When I told you this was my guilty pleasure movie for cop movies, you got really excited. Because I hadn't seen it in years. Okay. And then I rewatched it and I was like, uh. I mean, they're playing poker and they do. Bum, 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 bum. You didn't think the pizza eating contest was the fun? The pizza eating contest was fun. I yeah. enjoyed that. So, I like, did. just little scenes like I that. I enjoy a good study montage. You know, yeah. I love a good study. Or they go to, like, the pretty and pink. I will say, I will say the end of the movie. 
I love. I love like when they bust the doors open. You know, when they do like the big, yeah, the big activity yeah. to like pass graduation. I'm always in for a good like 80s. You know, gotta take the final exam. Gotta you know make the you know gotta make grade. Yeah, I'm okay with that. The rest of it I could live without. The handcap. I mean, handcaps. I'll tell you the worst thing about handcaps: their hands, <laughs> but they're and all their calves. <laughs> now, handcuffs very similar to handcaps. They will not keep you in place as much, but they are. Delicious. I jinxed myself by saying I was trying harder to <laughs> say words better. And Just slow down, baby. Yeah, I guess so. You handcaff, son of a gun. So the handcuff learning curve that yeah. she like learns and kicks him in the balls yeah, at the end. Yeah, yeah, a good ball kick. I'm always fun. I'm always yeah, fond of that. Yeah, I guess I don't know. That's how they even the playing field, and also like the gun and like describing the gun. I do friend. like the gun scene where she buys the gun. Yeah. That was kind of cool. And they go shooting and she pretends she's Clint Eastwood. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So I guess we should talk were you about expecting, this movie. Were you expecting more? I was expecting. What, like Lethal Weapon? No, but I want to see Agent woman? Starling. You know, when I think <laughs> FBI ladies, I think Clarice. I mean, that's a serious movie. I know. This is a serious movie. No, it's not. It's about, it's about Title Nine ruining the FBI. That's how I would. That's my thing. I'd be like, oh, God, that's like a terrible sports thing to say. Team. It's the same thing, Max. It's all the same thing. Can't you see? Can't you see that America's coming to part? I'm going to get a lot of letters on this episode. <laughs> I, I, if you put a gun to my head and said, what women from the eighties do you want in this movie? I don't think that the, they casted it. Well, I think you could have had a funnier movie. Give me Goldie Hawn. Like this is like uh what was the, uh, the private Benjamin. Yeah. She's like, too old. At this no, I, I know Max. Yeah. I know, but you know what I mean? Give me a Goldie Hawn. So Linda Florentino. Man. What? Yeah. Vision Quest? Yeah. yeah. She'd be tough. <laughs> Sigourney Weaver? Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. She'd win the pull-up competition. I thought Rebecca kicked butt. So do you remember in Aliens when uh, Vasquez is having the pull-up competition? Yeah. I believed that. Because okay, so her arms were jacked. So you want Vasquez? I want give me, oh, Vasquez and, you know she's Jewish. and Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. In a buddy cop federal movie. Who's the oh nerd? Who's the nerd in that? We one? don't need one. I mean, they just both. It's all it's just hardcore estrogen, like a lot of cocktails, <laughs> estrogen, like, and this testosterone. This is like the Showtime early '90s women prison movies that were inappropriate. They're the best. Yeah, and you're 100 percent right. I used to watch a lot <laughs> it's of those. Soapy in here. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Why does hey, so new girl, get over here. <laughs> Time for you to learn the ropes. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> It's such a good call. It's exactly what this is yeah. like. <laughs> got it. So you want to turn into an adult film <laughs> movie with the female gas? Someone's got to put a stop to that warden. <laughs> he made me take my shirt off. I'll get you, warden. And those fat cats. This is a better movie than Feds. I just pitched you a better movie than Feds. A more interesting movie, maybe. But Perhaps. Not, not better. Perhaps. So came out October 28th. Oh, we're getting facty? Yeah. Let's get facty. You have no facts. Though. Max has got the facts. <laughs> Mo does not. What year did this come out? 1988. Okay. At least you're listening. And Rebecca D. Mornay. So I couldn't find. I have nothing else. I couldn't <laughs> find anywhere. How much this cost to make? What I know, it's so weird. It but was it, such a popular movie. Why can't you get more information? It on made it? three point eight million dollars though, <laughs> so not that great. So it's part of the cop comedies that were inspired by Police Academy. I guess there's movies. I haven't heard of some of these. Recruits, Offbeat, Night Patrol, Moving Violations, Hollywood Vice, and have you have you seen Studio? Yes, it's really good. That is about an all female prison, and the it's water shot. and the water pressure in the group showers is broke the entire film. It, and they get a plumber in, and this plumber's got a lot of work to do to fix those pipes. It's, it's, just, it's Sean Connery and Mark Harmon. Yeah. Pretty wild they were in that movie, on right? A, on a military base in San Excuse Francisco. me. Excuse me. <laughs> Mane Pane. 
Bond is the name. I hear the water pressure isn't what it needs to be. So this is what it's like potting. Shopee. Yeah. <laughs> this, yeah. Max and I on our on our. He's uh, like, hey, you got to listen to me a little bit more. And this one, he's like, nope, I'm going for it. No banter. I'm just going to give you. <laughs> you know, when we were uh, on our retreat, Buzz in the Tower 2023, Max and I, our first night, we tuck her into bed around 11 o'clock. We had separate beds. I should clarify that. I flipped the TV on and AMC is running a police all, academy marathon yeah. followed by an all 80s marathon. The 16 next day. candles, fast times. And weird science and one other soapy jail sale six. <laughs> <laughs> Let it go. And never. So. All right. <laughs> you know, a little movie called Flashdance. I do. Yeah. Well, the bar that they're drinking. What at, a feeling. The bar they're drinking at Ellie and Janice, you yeah. know, when they have the bottle of tequila. Uh-huh. By the way, I love movies where two people get a bottle. A bottle. Have you a have, gross violation of you, every liquor law? Have you ever is. seen that happen? Yes. In real life? Yes. Really? That bar is a Mobby's bar and it's the same exterior and name is Flashdance. Ooh. Yeah. Mobby or Moby? M-A-W-B-Y. Mauby? Spell it one more time for me. M-A-W-B-Y. Mauby. Yeah. Mauby. Not a great not a great name. No. Please continue with your facts, Max. <laughs> the ending credits, I looked at them. It said the FBI did not support or assist this film in any way. What? Why not? It's very pro FBI. You think so? Oh, for sure. Yeah. You have to be really qualified. I mean, yeah. I believed that all of them were qualified. So yeah, they I all had PhDs and stuff. Sure. So the original plot you might have liked better. It was supposed to be a goofy, sex crazed guys at an FBI academy, and when they couldn't get Bill Murray or it's Dan called Eric, FBI Slumber Party Six. No, it'd be Federal Booby Inspector, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't it? Sure. Yeah. But uh, Bill, they couldn't get Bill Murray or Dan Aykroyd, so they switched to a female duo. All right. And this was executive produced by uh, Ivan Reitman. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So if it's got that feel. Yeah. And it's the first ever female buddy cop movie, like I said. What other female buddy cop the movies Heat? are there in the, the 80s? No, The Heat. That's Sandra Bullock and Melissa McCarthy. I said in the 80s. Oh, there's none. None in the 80s, yeah. Yeah. So after Maybe. Feds, it took until 2020? 13, 13, yeah. That's good. Yeah, I guess. I'm trying. I really like this no, movie. It good. put a smile on my face. Do you know, actually, the best... My favorite kind of female cop interaction show is Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, they're good. And I know the that- tough one? I, well, all of them. They actually all interact really well with each other. Yeah, they're good. I enjoy them. What the are movie. their names? Vasquez? Is it, you, I think you just Vasquez. have Vasquez on, just, on the brain. It's not Vasquez. <laughs> I can't remember her name. Montgomery. Montgomery <laughs> Burns? <laughs> uh, go ahead with your facts, Max. Go ahead. There's not that many more facts. Oh, please. We got we got at least another 30 minutes to chew up, <laughs> so continue. I scoured the internet. There's not that much. I mean, the music was made by nobody. Uh, the director and stuff, should I get into that now or no? No, of course not. Not. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so for reference, Mo was saying all right, all during the trip, like Quagmire, and I just kept laughing, so he, he's going right. to keep doing it. Um, no, like all joking aside, let's go to a commercial break. That sounds like a plan. Buzz in the Tower is also brought to you by Dolby Real Estate. You can find them at weardolby.com. If you're looking to buy the perfect house, you go no further than Simon and his team at Dolby Real Estate, the best real estate agents out there. Today, we're talking about the movie Feds. And one thing that always crosses my mind is when people buy new homes, how you can check those federal registries to see if you're living next door to someone who... Uh, the sexual predator? Yeah. What's the thing when you flash dead people? There's like a weird name for it. And it's from a movie. When you flash dead people? Yeah. It's from some movie. It's going to ne- haunt me all day. Necrophilia? No. That's when you... Yeah. Like uh, dead people. Yeah. Max, it's going to drive me nuts. It's a scene in a movie. If anybody remembers it, like they're in a jail and they're like, like what's he in for? Like, oh, he's got da-da-da phobia. He flashes himself to dead people. 
It's from some movie. Was a dead person Christopher Reeves? <laughs> Max. <laughs> so please reach out today. Tell them that, that uh, tell them that Buzz in the Tower sent you. 400 million in sales, 1,000 homes sold. There just is no one better. Talk to him today. All right, let's jump into this movie, Max. <laughs> so tell me everything about it. I just want to sit here and listen to you. <laughs> <laughs> so the directing and writing was like hey hey i'll remind everybody what this movie's about okay while ellie is strong streetwise practical social but scholarly weak janice is the opposite and thus make the ideal room and teammates at a tough 16 week fbi showering course <laughs> training it, course it is why not a prison i can't i don't think like ellie could become a lawyer in like two weeks of studying you know so i felt like yeah she was, she was a marine. Yeah. But she didn't have any like intellectual skills. Max, tell me about Daniel Goldberg. So Daniel Goldberg wrote Meatballs, yes. Stripes, yes. Heavy Metal, yes. Space Hunter, Adventures in the Forbidden Zone, yes. which is Molly Ringwald and Ernie Hudson. Mm-hmm. Haven't seen it. Neither have I. Yeah. Neither. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and directed Feds. So, I mean, like, he's got this, he's got these chops to him. What did you do after Feds? Nothing. That's right. Yeah. Written of- by Len Bloom and Dan Goldberg. Who's Len Bloom? Len Bloom. Kind of was his partner. So he did Meatballs, Stripes, Heavy Metal, Space Hunter, Beethoven 2. And this is the uh, one that you'll the love. Beethovening? No. He, well, Beethoven 2 is actually better than Beethoven 1. Hot take. But uh, he wrote Private Parts. Ooh, yeah, I love private parts. WN WNBC. So these guys got chops, man. All right, all right. They got chops. They got, we you got, they got lemons. So you don't like the dialogue? Like when she's making fun of Ellie for going on that date, be like, we'll go to DC, do that, check it out kind of thing. I don't. No, I don't know. I just I struggle with it, man. I'm just. I mean, okay, let's start with. Or you don't think we're going overboard? Nah, nah. Let's let's start with Rebecca De Mornay. Okay, who I stand by this. I just I don't understand why she didn't have a bigger, better career. You know, she's fluent in German and French. She's fluent in my heart. Yeah, she should have like in one of the movies. She should have flexed that, right? So, risky business in '83. Lana, the slugger's wife, runaway train, trip to Bountiful. Uh, I'm moving away from TV. I want to go just to movies. Hand the Rocks the Cradle, which yep. is insane. Yep. Um, it is a wonderful. It's like well, the you be- skipped a few. She was in Dealers after after Feds. She was in Dealers. Uh, she was also in Backdraft. She was good in Backdraft. Yeah. So I, I enjoyed her. A small role. Wedding Crashers. Like, she was awesome in Wedding Crashers. Yeah. Finch's mom in Finch's American. Finch's mom in American Reunion. So whose career would you think would you like her to have? Is Why she, wasn't she? Is Sharon she Julia? Stone? Why wasn't she Sharon Stone? Not in, not, oh, actually, she can be scary, but yeah. Sharon Stone's kind of taller and like a little bit more intimidating. I guess. I don't know. But no, no, that's a good one. I, mean, I, that's, I, I think it could have been. Could she, could she have been Julia Roberts? Could she have been pretty woman? I don't think she has enough of that like all American girl look. She's got more of like the naughty neighbor next door. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But do you know who she married and Went divorced? Prison camp. <laughs> <laughs> she married and divorced uh, Bruce Wagner, who wrote A Nightmare on Elm Street 3 Dream Warriors. So maybe she just makes bad decisions. I guess. <laughs> Moving on to Mary Gross. This is my husband. He made Nightmare on Elm Street 3. Um, Max, what was she in? She reminds me of like a competent Trudy Weigel from Reno 911. Yes. Doesn't she? She looks like Trudy. Yeah. So she was in Club Paradise, which I need to see still. Robin Williams. I hear yeah. it's really good. She's in Hot to Trot. Who's she in Hot to Trot? Miss French. The receptionist? Yeah. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Troop Beverly Hills. Yes, I remember her than that, for she sure. She does voice work, because her voice is very, like, you know, mom-like. Like, yeah, hey, yeah. hey, Arnold, uh, That's a Raven, Malcolm in the Middle. Pound Puppies. According to Jim, yeah. Boston Legal, Darman and Greg, Tremors 3. All right. She's just a typical, like, she's like the SNL uh, character that never got off the ground too much. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. She could have done Reno 911. She could have done Reno 911. 
She could have done Reno 911. You uh, are one sentence away from a stroke, <laughs> leaving all of those in. It's part of your growth. Mm, it hurts so bad. Fred Thompson, Senator Fred Thompson. Tennessee Senator That's Fred right. Thompson. I don't, I don't think that makes it more important. As Belecki. Yeah. Mecca-lecky high, Mecca-belecky ho. I just remember him from those uh, reverse mortgage commercials that are trying to scam old people out of their money. Yeah, he had a pretty strong 80s. When did he start? He didn't start going into government until he was, was it late 90s? Yeah. Do you know when? Are you guessing? Yeah. Yeah, you're guessing. <laughs> I can tell you're yeah when you don't know. It's the quick, oh, God, don't anyone check this. <laughs> God, I hate you so much. Uh, let me take a look here. So he's in No Way Out, Feds, Wise Guys. You still haven't seen No Way Out. I know. It's incredible. The Hunt for Red October. Yeah. Days of Thunder. Days of Thunder, Die Hard 2. Yeah, he's the, he's the jerky guy mm-hmm. who like, doesn't understand Correct. what's going on. Correct. Cape Fear, he's the... Necessary Roughness. Yeah. That's more important to me. Iron Eagle 3. Uh, <laughs> not as important. Uh, I would have rather done Iron Eagle today than this. That's fine. He's a great stable. <laughs> Chappie! He was a senator from Tennessee from 94 to 2003. Nice. So there you go. I feel like one day you'll be a senator. I will never be a senator. I don't know. I got too many too many closets in my in my skulls. Politicians all have skeletons. No, mine's are, mine are terrible. Especially, as you hear I'm talking today, I have all these R-rated movies I used to watch on Showtime about prisons. That's... That might get you some votes. Yeah, it could. Probably the, people like you. The per vote. God bless America. All right, Max, who else? Who else is in this crap movie? <laughs> uh, Butts was played by Larry Cedar. Yep. You know, he's a nerdy guy. Yep. And first of all, I really like- I want like, some butts. Yeah, so he was, he was in law school uh, and he- Top Gun reference and you didn't appreciate it. I want some butts? Top Gun. What butts? Remember when they did the flyby and the guy got his coffee spilt all over his chest? He goes, I want some butts. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's really straight. <laughs> so he was in law school and he randomly auditioned for a part at UCLA and got into the acting program. Oh. So he's been on uh, Deadwood. He was like the opiate act- addict. He's a voice in Tony Hawk 3. Uh, Fear and Loathing. He's a car rental agent. He's been on Saved by the Bell, 21 Jump Street. But one thing blew my mind. What? So do you remember the Twilight Zone movie? Yes. So what's the best part of the Twilight Zone movie? When it ends. No. I'm kidding. What's the I best don't know. story? I don't, uh, the gremlin on the wing? Yep. He's the gremlin. Shut up. Yep. That's wild. <laughs> Isn't that great? That's wild. That's a cool flex. That's a very cool flex. Yeah. Well, so the guy who uh, I'm going to jump characters now, because I did like a little bit of research, but a um, little bit, just a bit outside. So the guy who does the pizza eating competition, you know who that is? Uh, No. He, I'll give you a clue. He's got a foot fetish. <laughs> He's Rex Ryan. Oh. Okay. Not not the Jets coach. Yeah. I actually I was making, I was like, a joke about yeah. it. Yeah, 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 I remember. No, his the actor's name is Rex Ryan, but Great you know, mustache. Yeah, but he's also the security guard in the warehouse in Beverly Hills Cop. Oh yeah. yeah. Like that's really cool. He's got a good jerky, like I'm a little overweight and I'm a little bit intimidating. Rex Ryan. Yeah. And the main kind of uh good looking dude, Brett, in this movie is yeah. played by Ken Marshall. Yep. Do you know who he also you I have no idea who he is. He's Callan from Kroll. He's <laughs> he, Prince Callan. Right. Yeah. Jesus Christ. How'd you not picture that? I don't know, but that's amazing. He definitely redeemed this movie for me. Oh, my God. If if only only he could manipulate the glaive and feds. Oh, God, crawl. He's very punchable. Can we do crawl? Yeah. Are you sure? Do we lose a lot of people if we do crawl? No. Why would we lose people? We should do. We're going to lose a ton of people for feds. Feds is going to. I don't know why you agree this. Yeah. Uh, We should do the last Starfighter. Yeah. And have Dave on. So Hubberman, the nerdy teacher, yeah. remember who gets kidnapped? Yep. He's uh, the social worker in Child's Play 2. Okay. And also, I couldn't believe this. He wrote Milan. Really? <laughs> yeah, isn't that so right? Ra- so he has no other writing credits. It's like, oh, yeah. 
So you remember the gun scene? Yes. Where they're buying it? Yes. And the guy's like, ah, I keep my SIGs in back for, you know, the SWAT guys. Yeah. Well, what know. are we, chop liver? Yeah, he's very- I shouldn't say chop liver, though. But you, yeah, I get it. Yeah. No, yeah. what are we, like, crossing guards or something like yeah, that? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, very charming guy, though. He's kind of, like, enamored with them and having yeah. fun with it. Yeah. And he's like, all right, fine, I'll get you the SIG. Do you know who that is? I have no idea who that is. Have you watched a little show called That 70s Show? I have watched a little show called That 70s Show. Remember Donna's dad? With the big afro? Yeah. That's him. Bob Pinchetti. Right. That's yeah. him. That's him. Yeah. That's he's got wild. all the weird like swinger By stuff. Way, God, Donna's beautiful. You're, you're into that? I'm into her. Yeah. And that's 70. She show. could beat you up. I like that. I like that. Yeah. You just made this TikTok really weird. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got Tony Longo, the sailor we've talked about. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he was Jake Ryan's buddy in 16 Candles. He was in a bunch of other things too, right? Yeah, he's uh he's in Splash. He's in like he's complaining. He's like, "Hey, I'm walking here." Yeah. In yeah. yeah. Uh, he, in Fletch, he's a detective number 1. Yep. Uh in Suburban Commando, he's Knuckles. Suburban Commando. Uh Last Boy Scout, he's Big Wear. The big, big the football player that gets the ball thrown in his face by uh the quarterback. Dame he, Dame Wayne's? No, not Dame Wayne's. Jesus. Uh Yes, Dame Wayne's. Is it Dame Wayne's? Yeah. Yeah. Angels in the Outfield. He's Trisket Mesmer. Mm, Trisket a Tisket a Tasket. And he's a racer. He's a racer. No, he's Little Mike in a racer. All right. He's not an eraser in Little no. Mike. He's the the mafia guys that help protect Schwarzenegger. You've been a race. <laughs> Jenny. <laughs> he's also in Let It Ride. What movie you yes. like? Yeah. He's uh it's just a degenerate. He's gambler. just a, yeah, one of the games. I love Let It Ride. I know. It's really fun. I love Let It Ride. Did I mention I love Let It Ride? Do you? I do. I got the horse right here. <laughs> His name is Paul Revere. <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh man well max i am I've never been so happy to say this in my life i think we're done <laughs> <laughs> fine anything else you want to add suck it through a tube all right let's head on over to the bus in the tower fan spotlight max who'd you saddle with this piece of garbage <laughs> Who's the sucker? Let's check up my list I here. My Who do we Paul. got? Yeah. Max, uh, we got Chris. Chris, oh, I know Chris. Chris is the 19, so spell out the word 19, underscore 80, underscore 90s. And he's a content creator, and he is mashing up all the best hits from the 80s and 90s. Yeah, give him some inspiration. He doesn't care. Like, he'll take it in, and he'll make something out of it. And he has never seen, I saw your guys' correspondence, he had, ne- he had never seen Feds. So I'm curious to see what a creative person who doesn't have brain damage thinks of this movie. So, Chris, I hope you enjoyed it. Let's hear what you got to say about it. Hey, what's going on, Mo and Max? This is Search One. I am a DJ and content creator. And just like the both of you and all the Buzz in the Tower listeners... I'm a total 80s nerd, for sure. And I love checking out your podcast every every week to see what movies you're going to be covering, whether it's one of my all-time favorites or a movie maybe that I wasn't familiar with at all, maybe one that I had never even really heard of. And that was the movie Feds for me. Uh, I just checked it out for the first time, and I have to say I really enjoyed it. I think... Rebecca DeMornay and Mary Gross do a fantastic job together. Um, I found myself laughing out loud a couple times in this movie, a few times, and very watchable. Um, gave me all the 80s feels that, that, I, that I wanted that I didn't even know about, and I'm glad that I got to uh, finally take in this movie. Uh, some of the standout parts for me were they're drinking tequila in the bar and uh, the, raunchy, uh, the raunchy scene with the, with the sailor. That was pretty hilarious. And at the end, of course, where they dupe the guys into going into the swamp, 
that was really funny. Um, again, there's a really funky soundtrack too. Also, uh, at the beginning, especially very intense, funky eighties, uh, vibe going on that I just really loved. Cause I love all that cheesy eighties music for sure. So yeah, um, I almost didn't want the movie to end when it came to an end and it looks like they were going to do a sequel. I don't think they ever did, but, um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. So I'm glad I got to watch it again. Uh, just the character in general, um, of uh, Ali, Ali Dewitt, she uh, she's a go-getter. She uh, goes balls to the wall in this movie. Great movie. Again, glad I watched it. And I'm sure your listeners aren't just '80s nerds; they're probably also '90s nerds. So if you are, feel free to check out my Instagram. It's 1980s, 19 underscore 80 underscore 90s, all spelled out. I do a mix and mashup of television, movies, and music from the 80s and 90s. I bring it all together, put my own little spin on it from uh, just getting inspired from content like Buzz in the Tower. So if you uh, have a movie or a song that you want to hear mixed up with another movie and song from the 80s and 90s and you think it'll go good together, feel free to reach out and uh, I'll mix that up for you. Again, thank you, Mo and Max, and thank you for introducing me to the movie Feds. Peace. Hell yeah. Uh, he was just being nice. No, he wasn't. He that was, was genuine. There was nice. genuflection in his So voice. did you know about the sequel? I guess it makes sense because DeWitt and Janice both were designated to go to L.A. I wanted to go to Duluth, Minnesota. With, well, if uh, we replaced them with Vasquez and freaking Sigourney Weaver, it would have been fine. Yeah, I guess it didn't make it, but... Maybe one day we'll remake it. We'll do like a thirty years later. Nope. It's like they're teaching. They're at, they're teachers now at the school. Nope. That's a big nope. old nope for oh, me. Fine. Want nothing to do with that. Max, uh, thank you to all who joined us today uh, for this short little walk down Fed's memory lane. We're both burnt out. We just spent the last three days together. I'm looking forward to a break. And, I got uh, I got two good endings though. Oh, Want to hear? I do. I had so much fun today. We got drunk. We almost got mugged. I met a sailor with a big fish. Or. And I hope the people of the United States of America will be, yep, yep, hold, hold. <laughs> and I hope the people of the United States of America will be able to sleep better knowing that men like us have podcasts. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to end the new way that we're ending uh, our show. Oh, yeah. We have decided one of the things we talked about was trying to find the moral lesson from the movies that we watch and wrapping Women it up. Women can't nice do tight. anything. So I think the moral lesson of this is you can't keep a good woman down. Can't even say it with a straight face. I can't face. say it with a straight face. No, gotta... The moral is of this movie, this movie crawled so Barbie could walk. Dear God. <laughs> have a great week, Max. I will right. see you next week refreshed and ready to roll. Woo! You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.